0: Welcome back to Three Black Docs with Dr. Tiffany, Dr. Karen, and Dr. Zanetta.
1: This reminds me, we were talking while you were still napping. <laughs> um, I was telling Ashley, I felt like you um blackballed me and refused to take any more meetings with me when I forced that walk-in meeting that time in the hills behind.
0: Yeah. Me. Oh, I heard you talking about that, Mess. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, I was fifty pounds heavier and then you want to walk around up and down some hills behind a building. So I was I like, I did not feel appreciated by that. I'm like huffing, I can't even breathe. I didn't and like
1: put the hospital you, in a hilly neighborhood.
0: I don't care. And you had me and Carl out there huffing and puffing and they're gonna be like,
1: Oh, that was a great meeting.
0: And then nobody had taken notes.
2: Like, okay, so <laughs> what are we doing? Right. We
1: had a good but it was good.
2: It was it seemed like good. you had a good meeting, Tiffany. Yeah, I had Tiffany, a great you meeting. You had a
0: great meeting. I'm right. so happy for you.
2: <laughs> no, you were not blackballed for
0: meetings, but I was just like, "I ain't doing that again <laughs> uh-huh. although although it's funny, although I did actually talk about having walking meetings <laughs> with my new team See, um, but I wouldn't have to worry about taking notes. that's somebody else's responsibility <laughs> well,
1: true. <laughs> next time what you what what could what we could do since we've we've learned from this now, right is uh like a video like an audio like a voice recorder. Mm-hmm. Or you could do like a like an audio note or something. Yeah, just do, well, just do voice
0: memos, right? So if something comes up, okay, good. That's and then you just do-do-do, yeah. you know? And, and keep, you to say.
1: keep it moving. But I would yep, say that wrong. in the course of my like board prep tonight, that's what it was about. I was reading about you know, board physical prep. activity and how to break up your um, oh, free lifestyle
2: sitting. And see, didn't you have a balance ball in your office? I did. So it was in Cesar's office Uh and um, we used to always mess with each other, you know. And so I took his ball out of the office so he could get upset. And then I sat on it and I was like, oh, (laughs)
1: because I remember coming in your office
2: and I was like, oh, I like this. (laughs) Yeah, me too, because I was like, I stole it, you know, trying to make fun of him. Uh, And then he ended up giving it to me because it was the wrong size and he bought a bigger one. And then, like that size wasn't the right size either, so he bought another one. So he was like, all these ball balls. balance balls that he had I around the office. That. And I was like, why do we have
1: all those balls? And I remembered you had one that was very big, very large. Yeah, I had I had
0: one of those balance balls, but it lost. It started losing air. So oh, you could just buy one.
2: It costs like ten bucks, like a
0: an air. Pump, I tried to buy an air pump, but I think it was too cheap. I'm tired of buying stuff online because the yeah. stuff gets here and it's not what it's supposed to be. So. And oh, I was like "You know enough. what I'm going to go up in the store and just do it Oof. that way, do it the old-fashioned yeah. way, because that's the challenge for me. but that's cool, actually. so then my in my new office, I'll have a standing desk. it'll be'll have capacity oh, to nice. stand and that kind of stuff, so I can do some some of that, which will be great because it is a challenge right now. I feel like I sit on my butt all day long, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's just not cute. so mm-hmm. but I have been. Here's my thing. So I've been working on my arms. I'm trying to get rid of my little bat wings, right? Uh-huh. So, <laughs> so I've been doing planks and stuff like that. In the morning. Awesome. And I tell you, that is strengthening up everything. My core yes, is tight. It will. Like, what the
1: heck? Yes, it will. That's all you have to do. A good old plank. Hold that. Man. Right, however long you can hold it. A couple, few times a day.
0: Yep. I'm trying to do, I do straight. Straight arm planks, I do mm-hmm. elbow planks, I'm doing side planks. Oh, God. Um, leg lift planks. Oh, there are different so, kinds of planks. There are. There are many different. And then Ashley told me about the reverse plank, which I didn't Ooh. know about. I'm like, okay. She said that might help me with my booty because you know I don't have one. So part of it is me <laughs> trying to activate the mm-hmm. muscles. Mm-hmm.
1: So, okay, Devilicious. Ready? Ready. Yeah. Try Ready. it out. And I have to get the prereqs in. What are the prereqs? Uh, the, all of the CME certificates, um, the case study, which I had asked you guys if you want to be my case study, but then I found out you could do yourself. So I'm doing my own about sleep and how I'm leading to my early mortality from a lack of sleep. Um, Hmm.
2: I said, no, it makes a difference.
1: And you have to do, uh, and then you have to have 10 CMEs from, um, a conference which is a virtual conference this year okay. which is the end of this month so I'm still working on finishing the 30 CMEs online and the case study
0: hmm. and when are you finding time to do that
1: <laughs> Uh when I'm robbing myself of optimal health by not sleeping basically
0: mm. dun, dun, dun. okay lifestyle medicine doc I know I it's know, but I, I know when else are you going to do it, right? So. Hmm. But is it so, interesting? Are you enjoying it?
1: I love it. It's awesome. That's what I was saying. like, you know, tonight I was doing the physical activity. I was working on that module and it was all about, you know, how like sitting too much mm-hmm. contributes to all co- cause mortality and how you should mm. really be breaking things up. And then it was an- another, um, Another lecture about minimal activity, you know, that mm. 150 minutes a week of moderate activity and how um, it reduces all co- cause mortality, even if you're obese, even if you're overweight. Hmm. You know, so, again, like, even if you're even if it doesn't get you your weight to normal, quote unquote, just getting that physical activity impacts your mortality. Right. Hmm. right? So. um And the real interesting thing was that in that study, actually, the people who were overweight did the best. (laughs) So, like, BMIs, you know, 25 to 29.9, you know, up to obese, technically,
3: Mm
1: -hmm. um, did the best overall compared to everybody, normal um, and then the obese. So, yeah, so this is stuff that I really find interesting. So tell me what you're thinking about doing
0: with that. That is a great question.
1: <laughs> that is a million dollar question because I definitely want to use it clinically. And I'm trying to figure out if I should do a, pra- a practice that is targeted to cancer survivors. Um, you know cuz it kind of marries mm-hmm. my two interests of yeah taking mm-hmm. care of patients and helping people implement mm-hmm. lifestyle change so what I, I what i really like about the program is it's not like of course you have to learn what the guidelines are for activity and diet and sleep and mindfulness social connection but also there's a lot of coaching and like how to how to actually get people to implement change using different like coaching techniques and motivational interviewing and like group techniques because you know when i was treating breast cancer patients and people get to the end of their chemo for early stage patients then they you know and i think we've all had that question then it's like okay what's next right because now they're back in the driver's seat and it's not us giving chemo you know, or giving a treatment per se. And a lot of times they'll say like, okay, well, what now? And what can I do? And we know mm-hmm. those guidelines, right? So I would say, well, get at least five servings of fruit and vegetables and shoot for 150 hour, uh, f- 150 minutes a week of activity. And then it's like, well, how do I do that? How? How do right. I implement that? And then it was like, well, my time's up. <laughs> so, right uh, uh, you just keep working on it right yeah. you, know, your best. You. Yeah, you know yeah you know so like it really bothered me after a while that i didn't know how to help people do that you know it just yeah. wasn't in the scope of what you do i was going to say it's not what we're taught a whole lot about nutrition. yeah no it's not right. in the scope we're, of what we really
2: not that. and and it's and it's too bad because it's right. such yeah. an important important component of medicine it, it is. is
1: and, and I think it's, it's particularly important for, you know, for cancer because pa- for cancer patients, I think people are trying to find what they can control in the situation. Right. Yeah. Right. And That's so a non-medicine based. Right. So right. here's this like thing that you actually can control
3: mm-hmm.
1: that That's does impact things, but we can tell you kind of what to shoot for, but when it comes down to like, well, how do you do that successfully? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah, no, that's
0: great. I think the challenge is going to be how do you operationalize, right? And figuring out what your venue is going to be. But I think having the information is such a great start because we really Mm -hmm. don't get um, anything on or very little on nutrition and probably Nothing on exercise, so and exercise physiology. I think the the osteopathic medicine docs get so much more, right, right than we do um, right. as as allopathics. Um, and I think that that's an important consideration for all the reasons that you said. But also, we are learning so much more about how um, environment impacts uh, mm-hmm. disease risk of disease, but also outcomes and food is an environment, right. It's part of your environment yep. and mm-hmm. movement is part of the environment. So that's great.
1: And that's, and that's probably why I love the movement piece the most. Cause as we talk about with food, there's a lot around food. There's like, you know, do you live in a food desert? You know, what, but you can't control You afford it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All of those things. But when it comes down to activity, it's literally like, well, you can get up yeah. and walk around after you've yes. been sitting down for 20 minutes.
0: Yeah. yeah. Or stand up. Like stand up, sit down or, a couple of times, right?
1: right? Right. And like this idea that even if you I was just reading before we got on the call tonight, like um, even if you are the most physically active, but you're still sitting
3: mm-hmm.
1: like the most as well. That a person who is the least physically active but doesn't sit as much actually has better outcomes. So, this idea that you're gonna sit, I mean, you know, take me for instance, you guys know I like to run, I like to work out, but if I was sitting all day for eight hours and mm-hmm. then doing this like intense burst of activity,
3: mm-hmm.
1: I'm really not better off than if I was getting up a couple times in an hour and just walking around. Huh. Interesting. Really? Oh, I mean. so that's good. That means I don't
0: have to run. I don't have to exercise. Great. Thank
2: you. <laughs> well, no, what you do need to do is some <laughs> <the> walk in meetings. <laughs> but you know, I think Corey is a bit of a case study in this. Yeah. Because one of the reasons why he got this concierge doctor, he was like, I, my body doesn't feel well.
1: Yeah. Right.
2: Like, I right. just, I feel like I'm sedentary. If yes. You know? Yeah.
1: And so, yeah, prolonged sitting,
2: mm-hmm.
3: you
1: know, um, without, and just a little thing of just getting up and walking around for a couple of minutes. Right. An hour. So, Z, does he, what is Corey
0: saying? Is it just a general sense of malaise or are there specific things? Does he feel more tired or his brain's not working?
2: Well, it's, 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 it's um, more fatigue and also weight gain, right? Because he's on, when he's on those weeks. And Corey is still, I mean, you know, he's a neurologist, you know, they're crazy. So he, he, <laughs> I have seen this child sit for four hours straight, mm-hmm. you know, without, I mean, essentially if you don't have to pee, mm-hmm. he won't get up at all. He will just mm-hmm. keep going and seeing patients. And so the company loves him for it. And he's like some director of something, right? Because he's just, he's just like a machine. Freaking out, know. Right. And, and oh. I was like, dude, you either going to have to take a baby aspirin or something, because yeah. you're going to get a blood clot because you're sitting so much. Yeah. Got the blood clot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta and so, and- yeah. yeah. And then on his he's weeks he's off, he doesn't um, work out the way he used to, because he's always either had a trainer or done something active. Mm. Like he's always done mm-hmm. some, like in Winston, he was doing the boxing thing at nine rounds. But. Mm-hmm. Um, here, he just so hasn't, you haven't, okay, it
0: but you, you have space in your living room with no furniture to perhaps put in a few treadmills or something, right? <laughs> you yeah, can but your own it, I gym. think it's,
2: it's that and the motivation. So he, he right. says that he is not a self-motivated person, right? Right. So if he has time off, he's going to watch Avengers or play on the video game or, yeah. you know, just something to try to clear your mind. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, there's a lot. So I'm learning about this too, about identifying where a person is along the spectrum of wanting to make a change and being mm -hmm. able to tailor your counseling and your message to meet them where they are and try to get them to the next level, you know, because, and I'm guilty of this. I was like, Ooh, no wonder I'm not effective (laughs) because they're like, I mean, you can tell people about the benefits until you're blue in the face. If they're not in a stage yet yeah, right, where they yeah. want to do it, like then it's not going to happen. And that's and it's just realizing and being able to name, oh, they're in this stage. So I need to approach it this way, right? Yeah. right. Bump them up to the next instead of just constantly saying, hey, you need to get up and walk every right. hour or right. hey, you need to like take up some activity, right? It's always about, meeting people where they are and then nudging them up and up and right. up until they're actually in a, um, a good lifestyle, you know, right? or yes. meeting whatever it is the goal is. Um, but that, this is all, it's yeah.
0: very interesting because, you know, we talk about readiness to quit when we talk about tobacco mm-hmm. cessation. Mm-hmm. We don't oftentimes apply it to other areas, but right. that's exactly mm-hmm. what it's you're the talking same thing. about. It's yeah, the same it's exact amazing. thing. Yeah, and it's yeah. that, you know, I am working right now with folks at Vanderbilt on this um, S- protocol that we're trying to submit. And we have to have a theoretical model model for behavior change. And oh, you know, really? one of them, yeah. And so one of them is the trans-theoretical models. One thing yeah. you might want to, you know, I don't know how familiar you are with it, but it does talk about the different stages of readiness.
1: It's course coursework.
0: <laughs> Fantastic. So TTM is one yeah. of them that I've known about for a while, but it, but a lot of it from my from my perspective, my lens has always been around tobacco cessation because that's the work I've been doing at Wake Forest, right? Is really mm-hmm. thinking about how can we encourage individuals who grew up in this environment where tobacco is all over the place and is part of the culture, how do you then encourage them to even consider uh, tobacco mm-hmm. cessation? And um, so that's where I first kind of came across it. But it is true, you can use and apply that model to movement as well. Yeah. Um, absolutely. sure. And any kind of, Everything. Behavior. I just, Diet. I just hadn't studied it the way that you probably right. have come into. Yeah.
1: Right. right. And, and so that's exactly what it is. It's, it's studying that. And like I said, it's like the guideline stuff is kind of, it's easy for us, you know, but it's the, um, actually helping it's the
2: implementation,
1: right? Yeah. Right.
2: Implementation science. That's right. But, you know, Tiffany, this is really important because a lot of people are working from home and now yeah. sitting. Yes. Right. So. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, I don't see that really before, changing
1: Or this. You know, that was just the nature of our job, mm-hmm. right? With computers and stuff. But but the difference was and I had mentioned this, I guess,
0: as the first three months or so, even though I was sitting down, I had meetings, I was moving from one meeting to the next. So my meeting oh, may have been in building yeah, A or right, right. whatever. So it was those bursts of energy, the ones that you're talking about, those so intervals where you literally yeah. would have five minutes to get from building A to building B, or you yeah. might have 10 minutes. And you could take a more leisurely pace, but at least you weren't sitting on your bum all day. Oh, right. So to your point, that actually is really critical information that you're talking mm-hmm. about. The importance of getting up several times yeah. throughout the day versus saying, okay, well, I'm going to get my exercise in, in the morning, which is what a right. lot of people do. Get their exercise in the morning and then go out throughout the day and sit on their butt. I literally had my butt in a chair for almost twelve hours the other day. It
1: was right. See, yeah, and it's terrible,
0: And it you know, you don't feel good. I felt like crap. I was all <laughs> right. hunched over. Right. I was like, you know, I felt like right. right.
1: Well, so, okay. So first of all, let me go on record saying that no, you you don't trade your morning workout sesh for a five minute break. <laughs> all I'm saying is. <laughs> Uh, the importance of adding in those movement breaks during the day and not thinking that just because you did a morning workout sesh that you can sit the rest of the day. Right. So how long yes. should the movement breaks be? Mm. Just a couple of minutes.
0: Really? What's that? Two, four, yes. five, two, three. Okay. So uh, literally just uh, standing up you. and sitting down a couple of times.
1: Yeah, literally. And then the other thing was like this idea of like the 150 minutes of of moderate activity a week is kind of like, you know, your base to start to to have um, gains in your overall mortality. But if you can't get the 150, even at 90 minutes a week, you start to see benefit. Mm -hmm. 90 minutes a week. Mm -hmm. I mean. And moderate activity is like you can talk, but you but singing would be difficult. Right? So for for people who oh, be, I don't you know that much, man. That, <laughs>
2: much, that would be I think I can uh, sing through uh, most of <laughs> the-
1: <laughs> I can sing through everything I do. <laughs> oh, so you can sing through your activities, then you need to step it up. You should be able to talk, but it should be difficult to sing. Yeah, I'm not doing that.
0: And I'm not singing gonna... when I'm doing my planks, but you know, during yeah. the day, I'm not really yeah. doing anything. No, I'm
2: hearing you because I need to. I, I'm trying to go into this next decade. Yes, come on. We we and, okay. In my best. We, we
1: restart. 2021 is going to be a reset, right? All right. So. We have to take a break. We'll be right back. Like what you hear? Make sure you rate and subscribe. Three Black Dogs is available wherever you get your podcasts. Now, listen to this. If you're going to do vigorous activity, you can actually cut that down to 75 minutes a week. But vigorous is like, it's hard to talk.
2: Yeah, I'm not. I'm not ready for vigorous. I'm not. I'm not vigorous.
1: <laughs> but you don't have to. But you don't have to be. If that's, that's not news. the
2: thing, then you don't have to do that. I like to do it, but that's me. If that's not right. you don't have to do and, it. And see, I, I want to buy a bike. That's actually what I've been. I, I want had to as well. Chance.
0: There's yeah. not, a, there's not available locally.
2: Right. And every time I go to the bike store, that they're always closed. Yeah. Well, but they're, it's, they're, it's they're nice empty. to ride around here.
1: It's fine. So here's the thing. And I'll tell you what shifted for me now that I'm older. When I was younger, I would do activity based on how I wanted to look. Right. Cause you know, I got these nice, big, thick legs. Mm-hmm. So if it was an act, so I would try to do things that wouldn't kind of like, Oh, I don't want to bulk up. Right. You know, but I would actually like them, but I want to because it was like, oh, my pants size is going to go up or whatever. Now I I could care less. Now I just do the things that I like to do. And, you know, if I can't fit a pants leg, then I just got to go up a size because thick thighs save lives. Right. So thick thighs save lives. Wow. Right. The point is, again, you have to find what you like. So if you know that you like to ride a bike, then ride a bike. Don't make yourself go run, mm-hmm. you know, for an hour. Or if you know that you like to swim, then go swim. Don't make yourself bike. These mm-hmm. sort of things.
3: Mm-hmm. You know
1: what I mean? Mm-hmm. By the way, Karen, did you do any bike riding when you went to um, Kiwa? No?
0: Not a darn bit. I, and I walked on that beach. Isn't it beautiful? For, I don't know, an hour and a half? We, yeah. yeah, we did a couple of miles on the beach. Um yeah. It was wonderful, and then I got up to watch the sunrise the next morning and walked in the opposite direction. Um Absolutely beautiful. Yeah, I've never seen a flat beach like that. Like, I like know. flat, That's like so why flat, like flat? And then, but they had all those jellyfish on the beach, so that was freaking me out. But it was oh, when okay.
1: They, when you were
0: jellyfish, there. and they were dying, and a horseshoe crab
1: oh. that was yeah, dying. It, yeah, we saw that. There are yeah. stingrays in the water. The last time we went, oh, mm-hmm. yeah. like oh, right. man, it's so beautiful,
0: though. It is so beautiful. Yeah, it's, it's,
1: yeah, it's it amazing. Great. It's yeah. amazing. But yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Just find what you like to do, and do it. Yeah, so at least ninety be- minutes. Better is one hundred and fifty, and best is three hundred. Yeah, okay. But so
0: break that down from a by day by day. Like, so if you're talking about three hundred minutes, what would that be each day?
1: Well, that's, that's a max. You don't like, that's a max.
0: Okay. But give me the range, give me the daily range. So you can break it over. I'm just trying to say for, for people who might be listening later, say you had a survivor was listening. They might not 300 minutes might not mean anything to them. So, but if you break it down by maybe six days, you know, um, or if you have 150 minutes, 150
1: minutes is like a half an hour, five days a week. Now I'll tell you what I don't like about that. This is me. Five days a week to if you're doing 30 minutes for me when I work out, right? I'm thinking the whole thing. I change it to my workout gear. I'm like, you know, gearing up the music. I'm getting sweaty. Mm-hmm. It's a whole thing. So for me, if I'm shooting for 150 minutes, I'd rather do a longer session three days a week rather than like shorter section rather than 30 minutes five days a week. But it's that's why I'm saying it's whatever. Yeah. Whatever you could get it in. Yes, but I'm now, just trying to if you're going to do people. or let's say which you decide, I'm going to take my lunch hour. Okay, 5 days a week, I work 5 days a week. Maybe I'm going to take um 3 days out of my work week and do something on my lunch hour and then work out the 2 days on the weekends, right? So then you could just bring your walking shoes and take half of your lunch break and go walk until you're breathing hard. And you can't necessarily sing, but you're not getting totally sweaty and, you know, broken down in the middle of your day. If you did that three days in your week, then you get to the weekend. You have one day on the weekend where you do a long workout or maybe, you know, both days, shorter things. Yeah. Stuff like that. Now I'll tell you what what works for me is never miss a Monday or a Tuesday, because if you always start your week. And you get good, solid, I, I do my longest workouts with the exception of Saturday, but two of my longest workouts of the week are Monday and Tuesday, because once that's done, no matter what happens for the rest of the week, I'm pretty much set.
2: Like mm-hmm. It's you know, like a mental game.
1: Yeah. I'm like, I already know that I'm going to get at least another two days in by the time I get to Tuesday for the rest of the week. So I'm good. My goal is going to be more than that. But I know at baseline, I've already gotten in two hours by Tuesday. Yeah. And that's just
2: for Monday and Tuesday,
1: Monday and Tuesday. So if you can just get Monday and Tuesday,
2: you're setting yourself up so well.
1: Right. For success that week. Even if you don't get back to it again till the weekend. Right. You know what I mean? Till Saturday or something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's so that's yeah. So it's just thinking about you know some people work uh, part time. Well, that's a no brainer. Of course, you're going to work. You know, on the days when you're not working, to to work in your exercise. The other thing is to think about a lot of people have kids. Count that. You know, like take your kids out on a walk after dinner or something. Mm-hmm. That's that's what we do. That counts. We do that too. But we can still. I would be able to sing though, you know? <laughs> oh, well, yeah, I would too. Or like a family bike ride. We've been doing that
3: mm-hmm.
1: until Brandon's put his chin open, but that's a different story. But, but um, mm-hmm. you know, so the, I, that's what I think, you know, you start with doing what you like without necessarily saying, I have to run or I have to bike or yeah. I have to swim. Like yeah. just do what you like. If you like to dance, if you like to... I don't know what some other, what are some other, other unconventional things walking, running, huh? Rollerblade. Ro- okay. oh, that's a good one. That's a good blade. one. If that's you want one. a rollerblade, go rollerblade, you know, don't force yourself to run if that's not you.
0: And you know, but, the, w- people are working from home now too. So to your point, it might be easier actually for people to even to take a half hour, take half yeah. of their lunch break, get right. sweaty because then they can jump in the shower. Right. And so they can reserve their shower. Since you're at home anyway, go ahead and you mm-hmm. know, reserve your your lunch break. But the biggest thing is actually creating patterns and you know behavior
1: patterns. It's uh, patterns. And that makes it you, a lot easier. Until you're on autopilot.
3: Yeah. Yes. You know,
1: until you're on autopilot, really. And I had to do that too because as much as I love to run, the worst part of my run is the first two miles. It's
3: awful. <laughs> awful. It. Mm-hmm
1: it doesn't start to feel good to me until I'm almost two miles in. So those first couple of miles are just autopilot of like, I just got to get my feet going Mm. and eventually I'll warm up and get in the groove. (laughs) But there's never a time where I start running and right off the bat, I'm like, Whoa, this feels great.
2: Right. And when you work out, it forces you to eat healthier. You just can't tolerate some
1: of the bad foods as much does change it's mm-hmm. true mm-hmm. i'll tell you something else that i found um about eating healthy was sugar so when i really got um serious about thinking like paying attention to how much sugar because i have a big sweet tooth too and so i started to really think about all right like you can't have dessert every day <laughs> so again oh, it's like yeah no that's, the, cutting that's down, the, of like, okay, we eat
2: dinner to get to dessert.
1: Notice, right? Notice what you're doing in a day and notice that today you had dessert after lunch and dinner. And then the next day you had dessert after lunch and dinner. And then the next day you had dessert after dinner. I was like, you know what?
2: That's pretty much, that's my pattern.
1: Yeah. well, (laughs) Well, I mean, it's not that hard. You have a cookie after lunch yeah. You know, and then you go to like Subway or you're in the office and you have a cookie. Right, I like my lunches. They like my lunches. Lunch. And then after dinner, you have like, you know, you got something laying around your house that you eat. Um, And so I just started to pay attention and gradually cut back to like, all right, we're not going to do desserts after lunch and dinner. <laughs> and then it's like, OK, well, we're only going to do desserts, you know, three days a week. And so I still. Have wow. I love them, but I think it's the kids would run away. away. Well, the yeah. thing that was funny was I find now that, like, I, I, I still have a sweet tooth, but I don't crave it nearly as right. much as when I was eating sugar all the yeah. time. Yeah. So that's I been crazy. my
0: biggest struggle right now with getting back onto keto is that I have a really bad sweet tooth. Yeah. And what I had done the first time was I literally was like, okay, I'm going to be two weeks without sugar. And it resets. Like when you do that, it mm-hmm. resets your taste and what you yeah. what you're interested in. And I was really, really strict. But I've been struggling with getting real strict going back. And then you know, because there's always an excuse. So the other day, my team we had a socially distanced picnic out, and they had cake. And I was like, okay, oh, yeah, just to try a little. Cake? Yeah. No, but I I think this that your this whole discussion about wellness is so vital right now because. um I, I even find that when I'm exercising and mobile, my mental health is better. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't run in a long time, but running used to give me running and doing the elliptical machine. When I did the elliptical machine, I would get like a high and it would take People me say like that. about 10 minutes. Once yeah. I was 10 minutes in, then I'd be like, yep. oh, and it was just amazing. Yep. And I missed that. And my gym just opened back up, but I'm a little bit nervous. I don't know if I should go back. So I'm a little nervous about it. Free Black Docs is not intended as medical advice. All opinions are our own. Free Black Docs is produced by Wings Productions.
2: Like what you hear? Make sure you rate and subscribe. Free Black Docs is available wherever you get your podcasts.